Okay, guys. Well, welcome back. Uh, we are here again. Um, another week of it just being just us two. Uh, yeah. Original Patmore duo here for another fun episode. Um, before we discuss today's episode, um, because this is definitely a fun one, it is the part two to last week's episode. Uh, before we get into that, don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms. Um, like, comment, subscribe, follow us um, on all of them. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, um, anywhere you listen to a podcast, you'll be able to find us there. Look for our happy faces um, and our logo. Look for the pink, as always. And um, <laughs> like I said, like, comment, subscribe. That will keep you up to date on everything that we're doing in the future. And of course, we love hearing from you guys. Any mm -hmm. ideas that you guys have for reactions, groups you want us to research, topics you want us to talk about. We're here for it all. We love it all. So I'm Thank not going to lie. Every time you mentioned, you know, where to follow us and it's like, look for faces and our logo pink. I'm just, I feel like those models and the prices rate or what is it? Is that what it's called? No. Yeah. Or the one, I don't know. But then they're just like, they're I just like, feel like uh, that every time. <laughs> you feel but like yeah. you're a white modeling. <laughs> I'm actually excited to talk about, um, today's topic because yes, as you mentioned, this is part two. It's the live side of K-pop, the double-edged sword. So super excited to talk about the good stuff because I don't know about you, but it was kind of a bummer to kind of bring up all those bad things that happen in yeah. our, our K-pop world. But, but um, now we can talk about the good stuff. The good stuff for sure. I kind of just want to get started uh, with just talking about what's been good for us as our experiences of k-pop um kind of get more real and then i feel possibly we can just kind of list things that we think k-pop has done good for like you know for me personally oh lord uh when i got into k-pop i was not in a good mental mental state personally um i don't know it's just college stress you know you're under a lot of stress you know what you're doing with your life um you need a distraction Right. And it's crazy because it started as a distraction and then it kind of like, I don't know, it inspired me to push further in how I felt about myself. Um, just, just kind of like open doors for curiosity and just a passion. Right. And, um, as I mentioned before in the past video, um, I wasn't feeling very good at how I looked. Uh, I was always a tomboy growing up. So never really had any fashion sense. And I'm not going to lie. Once I got into the K-pop world, I started like really getting inspiration from, you know, what the idols would wear or just trends. And I felt so much better about myself. <laughs> I did. And I feel like that's one of the good things. One of the good things. It's like, you have idols, right? You have people you look, you know, you look at and you kind of aspire to look like them. Obviously, with my own touch because I am my own person, um, but uh, that was a really good thing. I, it, it allowed me to find that like sense of self, you know, and that sense of like fashion and, and just, I felt really comfortable in my skin. Thanks to K-pop. I have to admit that. And um, to this day, I feel pretty good. And I always, you know, think about that. Not gonna lie these days, I kind of don't put as much effort, <laughs> but I'm very, very like confident in me and my style. So, and, um, it allowed me to connect with other people, uh, since what, uh, oh, we met maybe like a few weeks before we got into this, like, well, yeah. till you got into it. Um, but uh, you got me into it too. basically, and I feel like that allowed us to, to connect 
and I connected with, I've made so many friends this way. And I, I do give thanks to K-pop for allowing me to meet great people and, you know, have a common interest with people like you. And um, I don't know, it's just at that time, it felt like a little secret too. And now yeah. it's very mainstream, but I, I just felt it was cool to have my own thing. You know? It was cool to have something that not mm-hmm. everyone was into, yeah. but you could have your own little, like, kind of, like, selective secretive mm-hmm. group that was in on it. Exactly. You could, like, fangirl, freak mm-hmm. out over mm-hmm. it. So, I mean, and, it, and obviously, it was nice. It was nice, and, and it, is, it is nice still to have that, you know, be open in the air, open in the air, and people, like, appreciate what you, at some point, like, what helped you. I don't know about you, but it did help me a lot, and obviously amazing music I, I was I was so bored with the music that you know was in in that time I was like this is just the same type of sound I need something new something refreshing yeah. and it just oh my gosh like it fit it, it fit the opened bell. a can of worms of me just kind of like oh my god I have years worth of material to kind of like get into and listen to and just kind of go crazy over it and I never was a fan girl of many people and just kind of exploring that side of me. I'm a girl, you know, it's just kind of like yeah. nice. <laughs> it was crazy, but, but yeah, K-pop has been really good for me. What about you, Summer? I think it was a good crutch, kind of like you said, yeah. like a good outlet for like stress, yeah. a good like coping mechanism, right? Because you could listen to the music, you could mm-hmm. watch idols and like the TV shows, the dramas, yeah. it was all new, right? Like, before I saw a K drama, I never had watched really like a soap opera or a TV drama. <laughs> yeah. So that was totally new. And then it was like having like 87 different Backstreet Boys style <laughs> groups. So like, yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Um, K-pop definitely got me into, I always knew it deep down inside that I like to collect things, but I just never really did. <laughs> yeah. And then K-pop happened and we both basically hoarded K-pop albums. Um, we fell off the wagon a little bit but I feel like we still have by most people by the normal person's judgment we both probably still (laughs) have more albums I thought you were gonna say standards I was like yeah you're like judgment I'm like dang it (laughs) but yeah I mean most most even some of my k-pop friends are like oh that's a lot of albums yeah I mean I think we both are over 300 each easily yeah so that's a little I mean, between the two of us, we probably have 700 albums. Yeah. Just yeah. think of the money that was spent on that. Dude, I actually have a spreadsheet. I, with, I have a spreadsheet with how much I spent. I stopped after like a hundred and something albums because I started getting depressed. <laughs> but yeah, I, I could see it. Like we definitely got closer bonding over K-pop. I mean, who, who doesn't get I mean, it was nice though, because when, like you mentioned, like I had transferred universities, so I was new to like the college town. I was new to going to the school. Mm -hmm. I was new to living with you guys. I didn't know you guys. So I was like, cool. This is like a way that I can, they're going to get into this stuff. I can, I'll, I'll just give it a a, a try, see what happens. And then I have something to talk to my new roommates about. A try and And look what happens. Having a podcast just about K-pop. <laughs> After we visited the motherland twice. Yep, we did. Oh, God. I want to go back. I want to go Me back too, for a third so time. Bad. Yeah. Third time, fourth time, fifth time. Oh, yeah. I want to take my boyfriend there. I really do. 
but definitely great experiences with k-pop i mean we try i honestly if it weren't for that i don't think i would have ever thought about going to korea i was gonna say the same thing like we would have missed out on that experience those Korea's a great country even it's if you take out the whole visit, yes. k-pop stuff it is it is still a oh fantastic country and, and, and that's the other thing it, it allowed me to appreciate a whole culture that i probably wouldn't have like ever ventured into or try to learn about it, it did and um it's funny because even to this day like I have people that are like oh it's my first time you know going to like Korean uh, um barbecue can you like help me like or can you give me some advice <laughs> like where should I go and it's like well I'm not Korean but hell yeah I'll help you because you know yeah. we've been in this for a while that you know we we kind of know that at least so it's cool to be that person for for people hey it got me to be not scared to go to the korean grocery store it's true i remember the first times we would go in there i just would feel so so uncomfortable i was like they're gonna think i'm some like crazy obsessed fangirl or whatever because Mm -hmm. i'm like a white girl in their grocery store granted i feel like now i see more people like non-asians walking around like you know the korean stores or like the asian markets and stuff so i feel like that's obviously gone better but it yeah like i did i push our boundaries a little bit our comfort zone for and in a good way but to be fair i was gonna say i felt like that even not going into like the korean grocery store Mm -hmm. like first time i went into like a fiesta i was like (laughs) oh my god i was like i'm like one of three white people here they're gonna be staring at me they're gonna know I'm like they're gonna know I'm I'm here for like the bread and the tortillas they're gonna judge they're gonna (laughs) judge I mean that's why we're there I'm like I'm like they're gonna judge they're gonna judge my little basket as I walk out with like sweet bread and um (laughs) queso fresco and like tortillas dude even when I go to like a normal store I'm like do I have enough balance of like junk food and healthy food so I don't get judged (laughs) (laughs) No, right? I'm, I'm like, totally oh, I kidding. Have salad, I have salad mix and I have ice cream. They <laughs> counteract. Uh, but it definitely, I feel like, shaped us as people too. I feel like I'm more like a global citizen now. <laughs> yes. I will confidently walk into the local H Mart and I will nod at the Ajumas. <laughs> <laughs> right. I will nod at the Ajumas like I belong there. Yeah. <laughs> but... Now let's kind of talk about just K-pop in general. Like exactly what we were saying. It just, it bridged cultures. It's it doing did. that. It really is. It's people it's are more our... people are more accepting, I think, yes. of other cultures, other music, sounds, people. It's foods. here. It's, it's a like a gateway now. Yeah, it's here. It, it's like I mean, my parents obviously knew about K-pop, but like it, it makes me happy to know that like my mom, like, you know, this. Mexican lady, of course, she would have no interest in K-pop. And even though she knows about it, she's like, oh, like the other day I was like watching the news and they were up there and they have really interesting music, knowing that she obviously knew about it. But there's probably people out there that have no idea are watching this. It just kind of makes me happy. I'm like, yes, like people should know that it's there. And it makes me glad in that sense that it's here. It really does. And it bridges cultures. It really does. It, It creates interest you know towards that culture and I know like in Korea they're, they're pretty grateful they're for very that. yeah they're very proud of it yes. they should be yeah 
I mean, I've heard it's done great things for their economy too. Oh, like before yes. COVID, all the like tourists that like maybe they were going to visit Korea because of K-pop, but now they're putting money into the local economy. They're yes. trying foods. They're getting to have like cultural exchange, like mm-hmm. where the traditional like hanbok, like all of that stuff that like yeah. they wouldn't have even thought about doing if they didn't go to Korea. And the reason mm-hmm. they went to Korea is because they were a K-pop fan. And I mean, you know, like a Korean, like um, I guess items, products they're in the market anyway you know like they have great electronics and other services and other products but who would have thought you know besides hollywood you know that an industry like that would produce such great content and just be everywhere yeah it's you know it's insane i'm like great contact content and i'm just like hashtag squid game <laughs> became a phenomena like like I literally literally had a co-worker that watched Squid Game mm-hmm. and she was like oh my gosh she's like I didn't realize that like Korean like movies and shows were so good but she saw Parasite and then she saw Train to Busan oh, and yes. then she saw Squid Game and she was just like uh she's like I kind of wrote like she's like Korean shows off as just being like the Korean like novella basically <laughs> like genre that yeah. she's like I didn't watch them but she's like this stuff is good. She's like, do you got more recommendations? I want more of this stuff. This is amazing. Yeah. Oh, and I know yeah. she's not like, that's like a common opinion out there that people are like, wait, this is great. And I feel like K-pop just helped like the whole, just Korean everything yeah. be more oh, accepted, yeah. it, which then just leads to people being more accepting of, you know, movies and shows from other places mm-hmm. or music from other places, yeah. other cultures. And it just, it's a whole It's a catalyst. Circle. Yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely prompts people to be like, okay, so this is the music you have to offer. What else do you have? And then, okay, yeah. Koreans, but what about like Japanese or like, you know, let's see what they're doing up in Europe. So yeah, it definitely opened doors for, for other um, types of entertainment and just other countries. I completely agree with that. Yeah. So another good thing about K-pop, for me at least, is that it's mainstream over there imagine being like in korea i mean we were there but i'm like like, imagine 2016 2018 what just being roaming around and this was it was so cool that it was was amazing but imagine that like you're growing up with it that's your norm like that's just super cool well and i think that's we have that opinion because we're international fans right so it's not as much of a struggle now. Like I know we've talked about it yeah. as it was like when we first became fans, but it's like, it was hard to get merch. It was hard to get albums. Yeah. It was hard to get anything here because it just wasn't, it was so yeah. niche, yeah. you know, it was underground. Still. Yeah. But then you go there and it's like, you go down to the subway and like, you see posters for yes. comebacks. Like you walk into a store and it's like, everything's being promoted sponsorship by like mm-hmm. an actor, an idol. It's just, it's everywhere. You walk into, you walk yeah. into the mall and they're playing K-pop. It's, it's just, it's everywhere. And then it was just like, wow. And I also feel like we have that opinion because like boy bands don't have the best reputations in this country. Not that they're like bad or anything, yeah. but it's like, they're not real musicians, right? Yeah. Just you always get that. Like they're pretty just pretty boys. boys. Yeah. It's a fad. They're like, oh, it'll die out. They're seen as having short shelf lives. It's like, oh, just the crazies like them. Like these crazy girls like are the only mm-hmm. ones and they're only popular because they, you know, they're good looking and they have like, you know, 
a lot of followers and then no, 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 it's not their music quality. And that's not a thing over there. They're highly respected over there. Respected, talented, the quality of music mm-hmm. that they put out is like, Mwah. And that's another great thing about K-pop. The quality is superior to, at least this is my personal opinion, very subjective, but it's superior to anything, anything yeah. out there. The production value for like music videos, merchandise, obviously, where do you see people making albums like you see in, in, in K-pop? You don't. Seriously. And then, and then you have like, I mean, that's just albums. There's like all sorts of merchandise, like the light sticks, like where do you, you don't see yeah. that. And, and then the concert experience, dude. It just you uh, haven't yeah. been to a concert if you haven't been to a K-pop concert. Like you just, it's it's yeah. a unique experience. It's, it's it's its own thing. Yeah, and then they're just fantastic performers, well rounded, and it's just great quality and everything, and just the yeah. way they look is great quality. I mean, we talked about you know in the past video how oh you know vanity blah blah, blah but it's also beautiful. It's also amazing yeah. to to just ad- appreciate because they're beautiful all around like everything their videos their music their merch their performances them it's just it's top notch it is and it's like hard I think for people that aren't exposed to it to like wrap their heads around it yeah it's overwhelming I remember (laughs) telling someone once I was like if you want to know what k-pop is picture having like seven Bruno Marses except Mm -hmm. they all look like Chris Hemsworth (laughs) <laughs> and um the music that they put out is like Adele quality every single time and um I'm they like dance I'm like yeah and then on top of that they dance like the best dancer you can think of off the top of your head and they can also rap and then by the way they also you know do movies tv shows and then when you go buy their album they basically give you stickers on the whole kitchen sink and like a photo shoot magazine of like two thousand pages worth of pictures yep oh, oh by, the way, by the way you get a cd too yeah that, that still exists you can still buy cds <laughs> well and it's not like a weird thing like here if you buy a cd it's like oh you bought a cd yeah. how old school it's like Hey, no, you go buy the CDs. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like, you don't buy that. Well, people still, I know people do, but I, at least I don't, I don't buy the album for the CD. I buy for mm-hmm. how it looks, what's in it to have it, <laughs> you know? Yes. Well, and so. to support them, if it was a good of course, album, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. even if it's ugly, I'll buy it if I liked it yeah, enough, sure. but it's like, I, and this is partially because, like I said, K-pop made me into a collector <laughs> of yeah. the albums. But it's like, I would open them and I would look at them. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't play the CD. Oh, at all. I don't think I've ever would, played one. I would, I would take it out to look at it, yeah. make sure it was damaged, and be like, ooh, this is a pretty disc. And then I'd put it back. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I wouldn't play it. I was like, that's what YouTube is for, or Spotify, or Apple Music, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. I mean, if I... I if I absolutely had to, like if none of the streaming platforms existed and YouTube died, yeah. I mean, I guess if I had to burn them, I would like burn a yeah. CD copy off of it. But I'm like, I would never just continuously play it. Oh yeah. I, I feel agree. like a lot of fans feel like that too. Cause to them, a K-pop album isn't, it's not just a CD. It's not the, just the, the whole, music. It's, it's the, the whole package. Yeah. 
literally a package and it's the whole experience and it's it's just pure quality and you just don't see that here and having to explain that to people they're just like what because it is overwhelming at first at least I'm like whoa you know I've literally brought like k-pop albums to my work before so Mm -hmm. I could show people what they look like because they're like I don't get why you buy a cd and then I show it to them and they're like that's an album that's not an (laughs) album that's that's like a collector's box and I'm like this is a standard cd like what are you talking about when I was in design school I had a project uh involving packaging and I had to bring a product and show it in class talk about it blah 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 I picked K-pop albums. I brought multiple and I talked about it. And just my professor was like, that's amazing. Like, he's like, what? Yeah. Just the whole, because I talked about just the actual product and stuff, but I talked about the whole, what it means, the experience, the, just the why, the significance, and just the whole K-pop thing. And he was just like, whoa, like his mind was blown. <laughs> well, like, where else are you going to buy a CD? Yeah get a photo booklet with like high quality photos yeah get the physical cd itself get stickers random extras and then get a little tiny photo card of the idol that people will then trade over the internet internet for a you know photo card of a different idol or they will shell out 20 30 40 50 bucks for that little tiny picture of that idol like and then it becomes a collector's item and then surprise surprise it's not an actual cd like jewel case it's like a house or like a fucking oh curse word (laughs) or it's like a freaking like cup or like a sphere or whatever you can think about it's insane like jump off camera to like grab one (laughs) but i feel like your audience knows what we're talking about um but if you don't you should just google k-pop albums and your mind k-pop album unboxing Oh, I there's, mean, there's industry so many unboxed. people. Yeah, there's so many people out there that they dedicate their whole channel to uploading unboxing videos, which I'm like, bless you, because it allows us to pick what what like versions we want or, you know, if it's worth it or, you know, whatever. But and also you just thirst over the albums. You're like, because oh, well, so in a real world, <laughs> in a real world, you know, you might want to buy like if a group releases like four versions of the album you might want to buy them all but realistically if you're an adult and you have bills to pay you probably can't so you know yeah maybe you'll get all four versions one day but maybe you got to start with one so you're mm-hmm. going to pick the one you're most inclined towards and this I'm like the unboxing channels are great now you can see what yeah. they all look like and try to For get your sure. favorite so it's just it's a whole world and it's just a just whole new world a whole new world no I'm kidding but it's just quality superior but hands down that's all it is and it's a beautiful experience well-made experience and um, even look at say like groups that have released music here in the states uh the stuff that gets manufactured in the states like their english albums you can see the quality difference they give you less stuff less pictures thinner photo cards oh yeah you definitely will cheap out more or do more jewel cases stuff like that not that i have anything against jewel cases Mm -hmm. but they I have like PTSD because they break easily in the mail, oh, yeah. which is why and, I don't and, like them. And that's because people here don't expect anything more. They, they don't know yeah. what they're missing out. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, let me show you. And let's demand yeah. like quality. <laughs> but yes. yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely a standard over there to have just quality albums, quality, everything. And I love it. Yeah. Me too. Um, so I can think about another thing that for me 
is super cool about K-pop. We've kind of talked about it briefly. You meet mm. amazing people. Oh, of course. Crazy people that you love. No, um, you meet great people. I've made a lot of friends, a lot of connections too, but like a lot of friends through K-pop. K-pop concerts, events, mm-hmm. online forums, chats, the whole exactly. deal. Yeah. And it's great because I know, I mean, I know people like for me, it's like I have my K-pop friends and I have my friends that I met in school or, you know, through friends or whatever. But I know a lot of people like they kind of go in this world by themselves and they come out with so many friends and that's just their circle friends. And it's it's so nice to see that. It's nice because you know that like you have one at least one thing in common. Yeah. And I feel like you definitely like it's in common but it's kind of like you know some people have interests and some are like oh I like it but I don't love it and it's like when you meet people in this like k-pop world like we probably all feel very much the same about k-pop <laughs> like we all love k-pop you know and it's just nice it's nice to know there's people out there like that like what you like because yeah after a while makes you feel like, validated too yes because after a while you're like mm, I'm not crazy and is there more people like me out there and they are they're out there and then especially at the beginning of uh, like how we became fans there was like hardly any people it's like underground yeah. you know and now it's more open but back in the day just to meet people that also liked it it's just kind of like oh <gasps> You know, kind of what I said about Kevin, when I heard shiny in the background, I was like, I have to, that person's my friend now. Like he just, I don't know if yeah. he knows this, but we're friends now, <laughs> you know? So basically it's a great way to meet people. Good icebreaker. It's a great icebreaker. Yes. It's a great way to meet people. Icebreaker. Cause there's so much, there's so much you can talk about it. Like there's so many groups you can yeah. mention, you know, the whole you know, I went to that concert, me too. And it's just super cool. It's a cool way to meet people. It really is. But it was nice to talk about the good stuff. I feel better. I feel way than better. I did last week. Yes. As, as you can tell, we're recording. We're much happier. We're much happier. And we literally recorded the, the past video, but um, I feel like we're in a different time now, which is great. Like I feel way happier and just kind of looking mm-hmm. back about our own, on our own experiences was nice too. It was. Yeah. So definitely anything, in a happy mood. Yes. And anything else you wanna wanna talk about before we, we wrap this up? I don't think so. I mean, we could obviously talk about the happy stuff in K pop forever because it's just so easy to talk about, it comes off the tongue easily, right? Oh, it's like dude, happy more natural. It, it was yeah. Harder for me to uh I mean I we did list a lot of bad things. I, I do accept that uh, and I admit that, but it was harder to kind of vocalize them and put them into words because you're just like, ugh. Yeah, but it is like what it is. It, but you don't really want to say it out loud. Mm, yeah. So just talking about the but good stuff, I'm like, we could ramble on. Yeah, we could ramble on about the good stuff. But, but I definitely yeah. think that was that was a good, at least starting point for the good oh, yeah. stuff. You know, yeah. we can always revisit later. Yeah, and if anybody has their own stories or anything that you think K-pop has done for just like, I'm gonna say the world, but just in general for our society, good things you think about when you and you um mention K-pop, like write them down in the comment section. We're yeah, excited or, to read. Or how did K-pop change you for the better? Yeah, um, yeah. You can see that too. 
Yeah, for sure. I always love to read those stories and talk to people about, about their K-pop experience. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was really fun to talk about that. Um, we're probably going to be back next week with another guest. But uh, for now, I hope you enjoyed having us too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.